God, but really it's the same thing. It's because we want him. We want his presence. We want him, his name to be glorified in the hearts and lives of everyone because he's worthy. He's worthy. And so our prayer should be every time we sit under the word of God, Lord, make it real to us. Yes. Open yes. our hearts. Give us ears to hear what the spirit is saying to us, yes. to the church, so that you may be glorified in us. Yes. That's our prayer. Yes. That's our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Tanner is going to come and he's going to bring a word this morning to us. And that I just feel like that I want to pray that before he comes. And I want you to come, son. And uh, I want to pray for you. I've just been feeling an expectancy about this morning's service. Yes. I believe the Lord wants to minister to us and speak to our hearts. So let's, I want you to stretch out your hands to him this morning. And we're going to pray for him and we're going to pray for us as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for calling people to ministry to give us the word of God. And Lord, this morning, as this young man brings the word that you have given him, I pray that a special anointing would be upon him this morning to deliver the word that you have given him so that it may pierce our hearts, that it may minister to us and strengthen us and encourage us. Lord, let everything that he says be by your spirit. And if anything that is not, let it fall to the wayside. But give us ears to hear this morning everything that you have to say to us through your word and through your messenger. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Can everybody hear me okay? I promise you get louder at some point so if you can't hear me now don't worry the volume will go up <laughs> if you will turn with me to Romans chapter 8 and we are going to start in verse 18 Romans chapter 8 and we're going to start in verse 18 Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 18, and I'm going to read probably to verse 23. But before that, we're going to work on this sound a little bit. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you the introduction. Uh, at the very beginning, mankind in the garden walked with God daily. Adam and Eve walked with God daily in the garden. And then the fall happened. I'm not preaching on that, so I'm not going to get into details. Because I really want to get into this message. But the fall happened, and man lost his position. He was given dominion over everything that God created on earth, and man lost it because of the fall. Sin entered into the world and man lost what God had originally given him. In Adam we fell and lost 
everything. Yes. Everything. We're from Adam. Whatever Adam did affects us, whether we like it or not. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> but that's just the way that it is. And you know what? Because I know the latter part, I'm thankful. Yes, Lord. Because I was able to lose everything in Adam, someone that represented me, that means that I'm able to gain everything through someone else yes. who Glory. represents Glory. me. Come on, now. praise God. Come on. His name is Jesus. Yes. My Lord, the second, the last Adam. Yes. yes. We won't be needing another. That's it. Come on. I've been instructed to move it up, so that's the Lord. Okay, is that better? We'll just roll with it. Last Adam. See, in Adam, we lost everything. In the last Adam, Christ, we not only gained everything that we lost, but in all reality, we have a better yes. 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 position, a better inheritance, better promises in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. For the sake of not spending forever on an introduction, I'm ready to read the passage and just jump right on in. Amen. And just get to this. Oh, I'm so excited. If you are in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, say amen. Amen. You guys are good. Starting in verse 18, it says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has who has subjected the same in hope because the creation itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to with the redemption of our body. Let's go ahead and pray, and then let's just dive on in. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for Calvary. Lord, we thank you for Christ. We thank you for the last Adam and everything that we have in Christ Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would have your way this morning in the message, Lord. Lord, anoint me to minister your word, Father God, that if anything be of the flesh, let it fall upon deaf ears. And let only that which is of the spirit reach the ears and the hearts of those that are under the sound of my voice in my own heart, Father God. Lord, I ask that there would be a demonstration of the Holy Spirit in each heart, in each life, and in this place this morning, Lord God. For without revelation knowledge, Lord, I'm wasting my time and my breath. 
if there is not a demonstration of yes. your Holy Spirit that reveals the truths to our hearts and our lives. Lord, I just ask that you would move and have your way this morning. And we say and ask this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Uh, before I jump into this, um, do you guys want me to switch to the good? All right. If you guys say we're good, I trust you. I don't listen to him. He... <laughs> Verse 18. I'm going to go. This is the way, if you've been here before, the way that I like to do it is to go through verse by verse and just expository preaching uh, to where we keep everything in context uh, and we really get the full understanding of the passage. The title that I have for this message, the Lord gave me this title. I believe it with my whole heart. This promise I give to you. This promise I give to you. Verse 18 says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time. Now this speaks of the misery and the ruin into which mankind and the creation are fallen because of man's sin. The world, what we see in the world today, what we see creation, what we see in mankind, what we see in even the animal kingdom is not the way that God set it up to work. Yeah. Everything is all messed up. Yeah, come on. Everything is twisted. Nothing works the way that God intended for it to work because the fall affected everything. The word reckon, there's a Greek word for it, and I'm not going to give you that Greek word. Even if I pronounced it wrong, you wouldn't know. We're on the same page and the same boat, but I'm not even going to try. It means, reckon in the Greek means to compute, to calculate. It implies reasoning. The word refers to a process of reasoning which results in the arriving at a conclusion. When Paul used the words present time, he was speaking not only of his particular day, but of a condition which has existed ever since the fall and will exist until the second coming of the Lord. What we see in this present time, in this fallen world, the state that it is in, what we see is misery, pain, hurt. Trials, tribulation, everything's messed up. Nothing's the way that God originally intended for it to be. And Paul, I'm probably going to get ahead of myself a little bit, but then who cares? Paul is saying, through reasoning, through what I see presently, Right now, and through what I have seen in Scripture, that God has for this world and us, the believers, Paul says that I reckon I have come to the conclusion I have computed in my head through reasoning from what I have seen that the sufferings, the trials, the pain, the hurt of this present fallen world are nothing. Compared to what 
We will see what we will experience, what we will be in the coming time in the future. That's it. Amen. That's it. That's right. Praise God, Paul. I saw the same thing. In the present time, what Tanner will be is nothing. Compared to the little bit that I experience right now, it doesn't even come close to what I will experience in the future. Right now, I experience hurt, pain, sickness. I'm 28 years old and my back hurts almost every day. <laughs> I walked right into that. That's funny. But all the things that I see, the hurt that I see in the world that I experience in my own life, the trials, the temptations, the persecutions for going the way of the faith. The, the times that I may experience lack because I went God's way and not my own way. The wars. Some of the fear that I may face. The pain. The sickness. All the emotional storms that come my way. Compared to what I will experience in the future or nothing. Yes, come That's on. right. Come on. It will be so much greater. Yes. There you go. That's basically what Paul is saying right here in the first part of that verse. <laughs> the salvation of this world is the second coming of the Lord. Paul came to the conclusion after having revelation knowledge of the truth of Calvary, of the future of believers and this world, that the war, travail, testing, trials, pain, sickness, physical death, persecutions, sinfulness. The list goes on. All the things that are in the world currently because of the fall. All of that of this present world and time are nothing in comparison to what we shall be and see what the world shall be That's right. in the future. That's right. Praise God. Are you saved this morning? Yes. yes. Praise God. That's a part of your inheritance. <laughs> That's for us. Yes. Whatever you face right now is nothing in comparison yes. to what you will experience. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on. Come on. My, I'm going to preach myself happy. <laughs> Brother Danny, the things that we are going to see, what we will be. Praise God. My Lord. A little back pain ain't nothing. Yes, come on now. Physical death, nothing. That's right. Yes, come Amen. On. Come on. Praise God. Whatever trial you might find yourself in right now, compared 
to what you will be and experience in the future? Nothing. Amen. The next part of verse 18 says, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So I can get ahead of myself sometimes, but hey, that, that, who cares? Amen. The future time for which man and the creation hope is the promised day of the coming resurrection when the redeemed and the creation will be delivered from the bondage of mortality and brought into the freedom of immortality. The glory of that future time will bear no relation to the misery of this present time. That's right. The phrase shall be revealed in us in the Greek carries the idea of toward us and upon us. In other words, it will be a reflected glory reflected from our Lord in his glory that will make the saints radiant. When they return to the earth with the Lord Jesus at the second advent or the second coming. Yes, amen. In our night class, I've said it a few times and I just get I just get excited about it. I can't help it. And I, for whatever reason it sticks out to me. But we're gonna we can, praise God, we're gonna ride horses. <laughs> I don't even know how to ride a horse. I'll be in my own self, I'm scared of horses. I'm scared of anything that's bigger than me, which is pretty much everything. <laughs> But when I come back, my, I'm going to be riding a horse. Hallelujah. My, and I won't be doing anything. I'm just going to be riding as Jesus defeats everything. Yes, come on. Because he already defeated That's everything. It. That's it. Hallelujah. So right now, I better yes. just get used to sitting there resting, riding a horse. <laughs> the ref, we're talking about the, ref, the reflective glory. What we will be, we're going to be glorified. Yes. Praise God, we are going to be glorified. Yes. yes. We won't be looking like this. Hallelujah. <laughs> we won't have this weak, frail body. Yeah, come right. on now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 If, if your body, just throw this out there. After all, I'm only 28. Uh, my body hasn't quite experienced a lot of the results of the fall in aging. But if you are experienced in years, that's a good time to say amen. Amen. Yeah. You won't be having that body. Hallelujah. Praise God, brother. Praise God. My dad would rejoice. I'm surprised he's not running. <laughs> There's a type in the Old Testament that really shows this in a beautiful way that we will, we will be reflecting the glory of Christ. That's without that you have no glory. That's right. I don't care what good you do. Without Christ, you have no glory. He is your glory. I'm just trying to reflect. Yes. The type 
is the pillars of Solomon's temple. At Solomon's temple, there was two giant pillars in the very front, and Solomon's temple faced the east, which happens to be where the sun rises. The two giant pillars which stood in front of the temple were actually there as ornamentation. They did not hold up anything as most, when we see pillars, they hold up something. In the temple, those two giant pillars held up nothing. They're just there for ornamentation. And they were made of brass. And you can see that in 1 Kings chapter 7, verse 13 through 22. Brass, uh, or copper, tarnishes easily. It doesn't take much for brass or copper to tarnish. But when properly polished, presents a high gloss. The pillars are a type of believers. We easily tarnish. Right. Hello. That's good. Yeah. We are weak. Yes, we are. We easily tarnish. Yes. You just get to see me for a little clippet up here preaching. Man, praise God. That brother. I'm brass. I easily tarnish. If I don't go God's way, if I don't apply the cross properly to my life and walk in it daily, I tarnish very easily. You won't be seeing much of a reflected glory of Christ because I'll tarnish easily. And I'm not holding up anything in the kingdom of heaven. Right. Amen. I'm just a trophy yes. of his grace. Yes. I'm just ornamentation. Praise God. Hallelujah. The temple faced the east, and the sun would rise over Mount Olivet and would first strike the burnished brass of the two pillars, creating a dazzling display of light. The sun is a type of Christ and his glory. Yes. It's even said that traders coming into the city would purposely delay their arrival so they could stand on the Mount Olivet and watch the rising sun as its rays struck the pillars. It is stated that its beauty at this time was a wonder to behold. Now, if that's true of the type, praise God, my Lord, how much more yes. will that be true? Yes. When us as believers are nice, polished, brass, and the sun praise God. shines upon us in his glory, and we just reflect that Revelation chapter 3 verse 12 says, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my oh, God. Hallelujah. Him that over if you are him that overcometh, you're gonna get to be a, t a temple. A pillar in the temple of God. Yes. And when the Son, Jesus Christ himself, 
shines upon you in his glory, you will shine it right back. And just like those traitors would delay their trip, yes. so they could see it, all of creation waits. Yes. 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 Praise God. Woo! Verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creature. This would have been better translated for the earnest expectation of the creation. Earnest expectation in the Greek means a watching with the head erect and outstretched. Creation speaks of everything from human beings, animals, plants, etc., It waits. Creation waits. Earnestly expecting for us to be glorified. Creation. It seems a bit weird. I'll admit it in my own head. But creation, that means the trees. I'm not getting weird here. Just the trees were affected by the fall. Yes. They are not what they were originally created. They do not function the way that they were originally created to function. Because the fall was a curse and it cursed everything. So they themselves, creation itself is constantly saying, come quickly, Lord. Yes. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, come. Yes. I don't know about you, but I don't want a tree or a rock to beat me to the punch. Yes. Come on, come on. Praise God. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, yes. come. Glory, glory, glory. Yes. The phrase waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God pertains to the coming resurrection of life. Due to the fall, everything is cursed, which I told you that already. Genesis chapter, Genesis, yeah, no, that's right. Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. All of God's creation was put under the dominion of Adam, or man. Therefore, when Adam fell, all of creation suffered the results of the fall. Nothing works as it should because of this curse. All of creation waits in suspense for the coming resurrection. That word waiteth in the Greek means with great care, perseverance, and patiently to wait for. Manifestation in the Greek means an uncovering, a laying bare. All of creation patiently waits with perseverance. For the sons of God, believers, yes. those that are in Christ Jesus, yes. to be revealed, to be uncovered. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. That will shine with his glory. Yes. 
All of creation waits for that moment because it means that their deliverance is close as well. Yes, yes. Creation subject to the curse put upon it because of man's sin is expectantly waiting for the glorification of the saints that it also may be delivered from the curse under which it now exists. Soon the curse will be lifted in its totality when Jesus returns. And he will reign supremely on this earth in person. This manifestation of which Paul speaks will be carried out at the resurrection of the just or the rapture and then the second coming of the Lord. There is no other cure for this world. That's right. But Jesus coming back. That's right. That's it. That's right. There's there's nothing there is no man that will ever be president or any or be over any other nation that is the answer. That's right. For this world. There is no peace treaty that is the answer for this world. Yes, correct. There's no politician. Come on now. Democratic or Republican is not the answer for this world. That's it. Or this nation. There's one answer. Yes. His name is Jesus. That's it. Come on now. Yes. Let's jump to verse 23. 23 says, And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption of to wit the redemption of our body. The part that says, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even though believers have the Holy Spirit, still all that he can do and all that he will do will only be brought about at the coming resurrection. The next part says, even we ourselves groan within ourselves. All that Jesus paid for and accomplished in the atonement at Calvary's cross has not yet been realized and will not be realized until the resurrection. Believers, while in the body, are not yet exempt from our share in the universal groanings. We will face trouble. Just because we are believers and because we are in Christ does not exempt us from pain, from tribulation, from trials. We live in a fallen world. Right. That's it. Sickness exists. Just because you get sick doesn't mean you sinned against God. Come on. We have a fall we live in a fallen world. Right. That is in a fallen state. We still get touched. We're going to face things. But this promise, I give to you. 
it's not eternal. The sufferings of this present time cannot be compared to the glory Just a short season. Doesn't seem like it to us. But it's just a short, it's just a short season. That's right. The pain, the struggle, just a short season. And it's worth every mile. Yes. Amen. With Jesus. That's it. Because he's already paid the price. Hallelujah. Yes. And if you don't see your answer. Or your healing on this side of the grave. It doesn't mean that you didn't get the answer. That's right. Because you are about to be glorified. Yes. You just didn't get the answer the way that you wanted it to come. You were thinking right now, this present life, heal me now. Lord, you paid for healing at Calvary. It's mine in the atonement. And then we don't get healed. And we pass away. And we think, well, God's not faithful. What are you talking about? Come on now. He healed you completely. Yes. <laughs> Whatever physical sickness or infirmity you had is now gone. Yes. You in his presence. Yes. 24-7. He not only healed you from that physical infirmity, my Lord, the disease of spiritual leprosy is gone Come now. On, yes. Come on. Come you don't have a sin nature anymore. You'll yes. never be out of his presence. I'm talking, that's full, I'm, we're talking full healing. <laughs> the Lord, I, I could get a terminal illness. The Lord could touch my body, heal me, and yet I'll still die. Yeah, that's it. I'm still going to face death unless he comes before. That's right. And I, st I still have a problem of sin. I still have trials, tribulation. We can go down the list. Come on now. Believers have a down payment of all that he will yet do. The full inheritance is yet to come. Now, I said this in our night class, and I'm going to say it again. What we have in Christ Jesus, the inheritance, the power, the authority, what we have in Christ Jesus is so great that all we have is a down payment right now. And the down payment is enough for everything that we have need of. Yes. Yes. Just a down payment. Glory. You just have a little bit, a small percentage of your inheritance in Christ Jesus, but it is so great that just the down payment is enough. To quicken your mortal body. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody bought a house? 
If you didn't pay for it in full, all you had was a down payment. And that down payment was most likely a very small fraction of the total price of the house. But yet they didn't say, oh, yeah, that's enough. No, you're going to be paying the rest. That's just enough for you to get approved on the loan and for you to get the note that you want. Or maybe you didn't want. <laughs> what I want you to see, though, is the small percentage of the whole. That was your down payment. All we have in Christ is a down payment. Yeah. A small percentage of the whole. Right. And yet the small percentage is so great that we can live free from sin, that we can have healing right now. Come on now, come on. That's that right. when we need help, there is a comforter yes. who sticks closer than a brother, who right. never leave you nor forsake yes. you, and all you have is a down yes. payment. Yes. Amen. We have enough in the down payment Come on. Yes. for miracles to happen. Yes. yes, we do. That's right. Jesus was a man operating by the power of the Holy Spirit. Although he was fully God, he was fully man. He operated just like we operate. But he had the Holy Spirit who he followed in everything. You have the same Holy Spirit in the down payment that he had. He had an infinite supply because he had no sin. But in Christ, neither do you. That's it. Glory. You've been justified. Just as if you never sinned. Right. You have the righteousness of Christ. Come on. Amen. Doesn't get any more perfect than the righteousness of Christ. That's, it. That's right. That's what you had in Christ. Jesus told the disciples that when I go, you're going to do greater works. One Jesus. And yet in the church, we act like, oh, Lord, we just need help, Lord. We do need help, but sometimes we act like we, we just. Yeah, come on, come on. But yet he told the disciples that you'll do greater. Why do you marvel at this? You'll do greater. If you look at all the miracles that Jesus performed, just one man. He can't be everywhere. All the miracles that he performed, and yet he said that you do greater. Because he operated by the power of the Holy Spirit, and now I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you can go on down the line. They have the same power, the same Holy Spirit. Come on. Yes. Come on. Amen. greater in number. And it said that if you recorded all the works that Jesus did, it probably couldn't even be recorded in books. There's so many. And yet he told the disciples, greater. 
Because now he lives in you, in you, in you, in you, in me, in you. Hallelujah. Come on. Where I go, he is. Where you go, he is. Hallelujah. Where I go, there's people in need. Where you go, there's people in need. The phrase waiting for the adoption could be translated waiting for the fulfillment of the process which adoption into the family of God guarantees. Yes. I love that word guarantees. Yes. It's not a maybe. It's a guarantee. Yes. If you have been adopted into the family of God. You're in Christ Jesus. That's how you got adopted into the family of God. If you are in Christ Jesus, it is a guarantee that the process of salvation will be completed all the way to the end. Salvation is a big word that has about three things under it. Justification, sanctification, glorification. Come on. Salvation, justification, sanctification, glorification. If you are in Christ, you are a son of God yes. or a daughter of God. Come on. Come on. In Christ Jesus, it is guaranteed that the process of justification, sanctification, and praise God, glorification will happen. Hallelujah. Yes. It shall happen. That's it. To wit the redemption of our body. Because of sin, the body is subject to pain, sickness, decay, and death. There is coming a day when it will all end. Yes. Yes. There is coming a day where I will be glorified. Yes. There is coming a day where you will be glorified. No more pain. No more sickness. Yes. No more death. No more trials, no more tribulations, no more temptation, no more persecution, Praise no more sin, Hallelujah. no more struggle, yes. no more weakness, no more frailties, Come on now. but instead I will see him and I will be just like him. Yes. I will be as he is. I will reflect yes. his, his glory, glory. Yes. like a pillar in the front Hallelujah. of the temple. Yes. Yes. Glory. I'm going to look like Jesus himself. Hallelujah. If you don't look at the, what he looked like on the Mount of Transfiguration, that is enough to make you say praise God. Hallelujah. You will reflect what you see on the Mount of Transfiguration in Christ Jesus, he radiated with a light that was the purest white that there ever was. And it didn't come from without. It came from within. And when he, in a glorified state, radiates like that and it reflects off of you in a glorified state, you will reflect the most purest light that there ever will be. You will look. Just like him. Hallelujah. Praise Hallelujah. God. Yes. Yes. I'll be honest. I don't know how you guys can keep your composure. Maybe no one's experienced pain in here. Maybe no one has experienced 
death that touched your family. Maybe no one has experienced bondages of sin. Maybe no one has experienced the results of the fall in their life. Maybe that's why we can just say amen. I know what it feels like to be sick. I've seen death. I've seen hurt, experienced hurt. I know pain. I know what it feels like to be dominated by the sin nature. And it steals, kills, and destroys. Yes. I know what it feels like to mess up, to blow it, to do the wrong thing. To sin against God. I know what it feels like to have the rain fall on the just and the unjust. I know what it feels like to walk around the corner and hit a brick wall. Because the trial is right there waiting and you never saw it coming. So when I see in scripture that all of that will be gone. Hallelujah. You darn skippy. I get excited. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I've, Hallelujah. I've seen the hurt and the pain yes. with death. I've seen the results of sin in people's lives, in my own life. Yes. So when I see in Scripture what we will be, and it has nothing to do with me. I'm not holding up anything. I'm just a pillar in the temple of my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Reflecting his glory, my other trophy of his grace. Praise you, Jesus. Praise God. Y'all got me sweating. coming a day when it will all end. Yes. No struggles. No pain. My mom lives with pain on a daily basis. So when I see in scripture that there will be no more pain. Yeah, I want to shout. Yeah, I want to jump. Yeah, I want to dance. Because I know that that is in her inheritance. Hallelujah. Which means if it's in her inheritance and she's in Christ, I'm in Christ. And that means it's in my inheritance. Yes. Hallelujah. Because I've seen it in the will. That's it. That's it. It's in the will. There's coming a day yes. where we are going to be changed yes. and be like Same. Him. Glory to yes. God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thirty songs. Glory. Thirty songs. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. 
called a choice a meeting Jesus more to talk and not portray for we know when we behold him God shall Every tear away, we shall behold the Lamb of God sitting on his throne. There'll be no more crying, no more weeping, troubles will all be gone. Hallelujah. There'll be joy forevermore when we reach that other shore. Hallelujah. When we reach that other shore. When we reach that God says this I promise you that in Christ Jesus it's been paid for and one day the manifestation of your inheritance in Christ Jesus will be realized And though those clouds, they may hang over, there will be a much brighter day Hallelujah. in that land they call heaven. God's going to watch. Every tear away. And I can't wait for the moment that we shall be all the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. He'll be sitting on his throne. Hallelujah. There'll be no more crying, no more weeping. Troubles will all be gone. Hallelujah. There'll be joy forevermore when we reach that other shore. No more sorrows and no more weeping. Peace and joy. Every day, for beside life's crystal river, 
in Bible college we didn't really have a lot of money when I was in Bible college <laughs> shocking I know you're in school every day you're in class every day the Lord told me not to work I hated that I love working Sarah thinks I'm crazy sometimes but I love working I enjoy it but the Lord said don't work In Bible college, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> this is free. Hallelujah. Reach out by faith and take it. Yes. If it's free. Yes. It's for me. Praise if it's Jesus. free, it's for you. Yes. And because you're in Christ, it's already been paid for. It's free. Hallelujah. All you got to do is reach out by faith yes. and take it. Hallelujah. Grab a hold to the promises of God, for they are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 